Here's an example of the delusion going on in the NFT crypto market. Um, and I, I point this out for two reasons. Uh, to be a voice of reason. But also, you know, you could profit off of this. But how? By, by capitalizing on other people's delusion and stupidity. <laughs> um, is that wrong? Well, you know, I got this, this idea from um, Matt Levine. He writes a pretty good column on um, Bloomberg. It's, for, it's free and it, it comes to your, your email box. Um, he uses simple language to explain what's going on in the, in the financial markets. Anyways, the, 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 the example is that this PhD um, professor, or no, sorry, she has a PhD. I don't think she's a professor, but she has a PhD in economics. And she said that if you bought a diamond, a real diamond, and then you created a token, an NFT, uh, you, you create an NFT and sorry, I don't know the details here. I don't know if she actually wrote like the serial number of the diamond in the token, or, or is it pointing to the the diamond? Um, it's unclear. I didn't actually, I just read the tweet, so I didn't dig into to exactly what she did. I think she just talked about it on social media. She said, she said she's going to buy a diamond, create a token, an NFT, I guess out of it. Now, out of it is in quotes, meaning I'm not defining that. I'm just I'm saying it. I'm just using this phrase. She creates an NFT token, and then she goes and destroys the diamond. And she says that this NFT still has value, even though the, the diamond is destroyed. Now, we know that she's, she's not claiming that you're backing up this token with the diamond. So you can think of some tokens as asset-backed, right? Because they're... They get their value from an asset that somebody's saying, um, you have a right to this. Usually you have a right to this underlying asset. This is what this token gives you. I suppose there's another example of, of tying a, a crypto to an asset. Maybe you don't give them the right to own this asset, but maybe you say, we're just going to price fix it at this, um, at this, you know, diamond's value, but we're not going to give you any claim to this diamond. So what does that mean? It's like an argument based on faith. Like if everybody just believes that this, this token is, is just going to be basically price fixed at, at this, you know, price of a diamond, even though you don't have access to the diamond, maybe I could see a, for a short time that working if, if there's a collective faith and agreement, but I don't even think she did that. So I don't know. How, I actually don't know, and I need to research now, how she originally tied the NFT to the diamond before it was destroyed. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if she actually ever made claims that this token represents this diamond. I don't think she did because her goal was to destroy the diamond. So if her goal is to destroy the diamond, but say that the token still holds value, then she never meant for there to be any kind of real link to that diamond. So the only thing I can surmise right now without doing a little bit more digging is that she, she talked about it on Twitter, of course, and she hyped it up and she said, 
I'm going to just see if this works, if people will buy it or whatever. So obviously it's not a real good experiment because she talked about it on Twitter and the people who, who bid up, bid up her token knew that they pretty much had to, or else sort of the NFT narrative might collapse. So they don't want any bad news and bad press. Uh, on the contrary, this, this story, it was getting news or whatever. It was a good PR um, opportunity for them. They can say, hey, look, this person created this token, destroyed the diamond that somehow this token is related to. Um, and it's still got a really high price. This token still has a price, even though this diamond was destroyed. So these people are trying to claim that like you can put a real world asset on the on the on the um the blockchain. Actually, they're not saying that. They've moved past that. So it's not about putting a real world asset on the blockchain and having an NFT like represent that. There's some NFTs that do that. They point to like digital art. But what she's saying now is that you don't even need the asset. Right. So why even do the demonstration with the diamond at all? I mean, if she didn't tie it to the diamond, she just talked about she all she did was talk about the diamond, reference the diamond, and that vaguely said that this token sort of represents her diamond. I mean, this person has a PhD and she's saying this stuff. Right. That just goes to show that um, credentials mean nothing because you can have somebody like this who talks about how this token is worth whatever, even though she destroyed her diamond. And I mean, what, <laughs> but this is a bot. This is an opportunity for you. This is an opportunity for you. If you have a lot of followers, if you can sell stuff like this, uh, there's a lot of dumb people out there, or there's a lot of people who are, are so committed to NFTs and crypto and they have a lot of money because they've been selling NFTs and crypto and pumping up the market. They have a lot of money. So, they have a lot of money to waste. Um, so you can do this too. Oh, and the, the Matt Levine thing, I, I mentioned him, but I forgot what the, uh, why I mentioned him. So I mentioned him because he said that he had, he has writers calling in and saying, what's the best way to short NFTs? And he's like, just start selling them. <laughs> and I agree with that. That was a, that was a great, great point. The best way to short a market of course, you don't really want to short anything in crypto, right? Because it could, with all the fake uh, stable coins and other cryptos out there, who knows where the market's going to go. Now, if you're a big hedge fund and you have, you can manipulate the price, which I can think of a few ways that they could do that. You know, buying up large portions of GBTC, getting get, uh, dissolving that trust fund. And then dumping all that Bitcoin in the market, that might do the trick, but you'd have to have huge pockets, of course. So, but my point is, is that if you don't like NFTs, if you think that they're crazy, you don't buy into, into the delusion, so what? Start selling them because there's a market there and people will buy them. And the more people that get in on it, like if half the country gets in on this, eventually there'll be no more buyers and this, this whole thing will come down collapsing. But, um, you know, if there are people that are willing to be deluded, um, take advantage of it, you know, say, Hey, you like NFTs? Okay. Well, I got one. I can sell you. And, um, I have no problem ethically saying this because I'm also talking negatively and critically about the industry. So if I was 
if I knew this was a scam and I actually went out there and sold NFTs and then I went on and said, I love NFTs, they're great, they're really valuable. Um, I think I would legitimately be a scammer because I'd be basically lying even though I believe they're worthless and selling it at the same time because I can make money. Now, I have no problem saying that they're sort of a scam, but also realizing there's a market opportunity, but I'm also being critical of it. So it's kind of like a, a joke, right? It's also a way you can make money and it's a way to short NFTs. If you're selling NFTs, you're actually shorting NFT in a way. Um, so I suggest that uh, anybody who's laughing at NFTs uh, laughing at this story of about the, the this woman who who created a token, um, smashed her diamond and said it's worth the same as a token. You know, maybe maybe we should be bowing down to her, right? Because she sold an NFT. She proved that that it works. She proved that there's people dumb enough to uh, rally to her her support and either buy this token because. They don't want any negative press on the, on an NFT, or they thought it was a good PR campaign, or they actually believe this nonsense. Um, so bowing down to her her wisdom. Um, now, I think she's, you know, probably to get the results she has. To to be honest with you, you're going to have to pretend like you believe it does have value. You're probably going to have to to lie and say, yeah here we go. Uh, this thing is just as good as a diamond. So perhaps I'm overlooking that part. Like I, I want to sort of sell them too, but I, I don't really want to say they're worth anything, but who would buy my NFT if I am not convinced myself? So maybe you actually have to get in on it and, and, and lie to people about what it's worth. Um, that'd be very difficult for me personally to do, I think. Uh, but, um, yeah, I wonder if it would work if you didn't really believe it. I, I, I doubt it because, um, I think part of the reason why she was successful is because she was vocal on Twitter and she probably supports all the NFTs. Uh, she is proving sort of a point with her token sale. So that's probably why she was successful. I don't think that other people, you know, will be able to replicate her success, say, probably very few people will be able to, but it does show sort of this delusion that does exist. Um, and so there are, it, it does show you that there are suckers out there, uh, especially in the NFT space, big, big suckers. So I encourage anyone to, um, to sell them, you know, what they want. Uh, I guess, and I, I don't know, I guess I could lie to somebody <laughs> as well. Um, it's, is it illegal? I don't know. Is it unethical? Who cares? 